Jeez, it feels like my heart is pounding. We have been a little bit behind schedule today and we were also worried about the load shedding. So it's like a double stress, but we are here. We are live. Welcome everybody to Papa G's house. And uh, for everybody who's listened so far up until now, thank you so much for joining. Um, little housekeeping notes as usual. Don't forget to hit a subscribe on the Papa G's house uh, YouTube page, um, hit the little notification button for your updates and when episodes go live and when clips are uploaded and all that kind of jazz. It's always great to sit and chat to you guys and also chat to amazing artists. So I'm super stoked. Things are looking up. What do you guys think of this set, man? I couldn't be happier, but welcome to Papa G's house. Don't forget to follow Papa G's house on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at Papa G's house. Um, but most importantly for me, go and check out Papa Jesus on YouTube. Subscribe. Brother needs some subscriptions, man. Come on. We've been going some time. Um, but also one thing that I always forget, I always forget to tell you guys is check out Papa Jesus on YouTube, um, not YouTube, on Spotify and all your streaming platforms because it's there. You know, if you guys are out on the road, you know, the pandemic has kind of you know, showed a little bit of a lull, you know, it's not a lull, it's still going on, but at the end of the day, a lot of you guys are out on the road and, um, you guys are traveling. So, you know, hit us up on the, on the audio only, um, platforms and stuff like that. It's good fun. We've got a fun episode today, but let me stop rambling about following Papa G's house because I'm excited for this one. It's going to be great. Um, episode two with my boy Art, but we'll get into that shortly. But without further ado, let's get this party started. Yeah, that's where we're going. Back in your lives, in your ears, and in your face. Welcome to another episode of Papa G's House. I don't even know what episode this is. I think it's episode 74. Episode two with the man behind the controls, the man who used, used to, to be the, the man, man in the, the chat, chat who is now, now the, the man, man on the controls. controls. How, How you doing? doing? Let's, Let's see you for a second, second bro. How, How you doing? doing? Yeah, uh, besides the stuff, stuff up earlier, really, uh, pretty, pretty good. good man. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Listen, we're not, not going to get it 100% of the time, all the time, you know, you know like uh, old Ron says, but you know the, the fact, fact remains, remains is we're here, we're live, we made it, we may not have all the functions and all that kind of stuff that we really wanted to have, you know, it's fruition today. Yeah, we're going to have to do a hack to get it working. Yeah, but it's only episode two, so let's think of the positive side that we made it here on another Thursday, one week apart from our last episode. So, yeah, man. But today is a very, very cool episode that I'm looking forward to. It's 
Brandon Pratt of Red Helen and many other more many more projects that we're going to talk about but I'm super excited to have the good old doppelganger um you know I, I don't know where that that came from but uh, it's it's, it's going to be, be cool, cool. but, but uh, uh, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen I'm not going to keep him waiting we've already kept him waiting, waiting enough, enough. Let's, let's have, have a, a chat, chat to Brandon Pratt, Pratt of, of Red Helen and, and more what's, what's up, up my dude, dude? How, how you doing, doing? Yo, I'm good. How are you, my bro? Good, good. good. I, I see you with that, that sure SM7B mic, the mic that, mic that I drool about every day, day and I just cannot afford. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I wish I could say that this was my microphone, but uh, it's actually owned by the studio, and I'm very fortunate that I get to use it. So, yeah, but no, it's an awesome mic, dude. Like, uh, ever, ever since doing that vocal cover with uh, with Joel, um, I've kind of hijacked this this mic until they ask me for it back. So, oh, yeah, so but it's good. awesome, dude. Okay. Yeah, that, what I mean, mic they, are you using there? If you don't mind my asking, I've just got a Samson CO3 cheap El Cheapo condenser. It just seems to work for me. I mean, I'm looking for that sure goodness, but uh, it sure ain't <laughs> right time for me yet. You know, uh, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. <laughs> I know. You know what I'm getting on there. Eh? So the, the 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 dad jokes are are coming out big time. Even though I'm not a dad, I sound like one. <laughs> Oh, but, dude, uh, I, I enjoy a good dad joke, bro. I enjoy a good dad joke. <laughs> no, for sure, for sure. Um, so I'm just admiring all, the doppelgangerness here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, you did. We, you're, we, we you're a good looking man. Together. You know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. There is definitely, <laughs> as I was saying off air to you, I said, you know, we, we were a little bit more of a doppelganger a couple few years ago because I've put on a bit of weight, bro. So it's not quite there anymore, <laughs> but uh, I'll try and get down uh, to that again so we can. You and me both, bro. People. You and me both. <laughs> nice but tell me how things been your side man it's been a crazy couple months crazy crazy year yeah man yeah no it's uh dude it's uh you know it's it's been an interesting year man i mean obviously you know with with the the global pandemic and everything that's happened there and and all the things that that entails but it's it's you know it's been a fascinating year i mean in in some ways it's been very very good in some ways there's been a lot of challenges you know it's like um it's been a very very interesting time man but i mean i can't complain dude there are so many people out there that during this period of time have, have gone through far worse than i have and are in much harder circumstances agreed, so agreed. you know i i can't really complain man like uh you know li- life's good compared to what a lot of other folks have uh, experienced out there so i'm doing good my bro how you doing yeah man look i'm i'm doing doing my best to keep myself sane and keep things going and you know you know i've i'm i've been going through six months of renovations at the house so it's kind of been like a little oh, wow. bit of a nightmare for me um it's having you know, especially through a pandemic, having six people at your house every day and you feel like you're, I felt, I felt like I was hiding in a room for, for the majority of the part, getting super cabin fever, not knowing what the hell to do with myself. But luckily sure. the painting is all finished and all is well. Uh, and awesome. yeah, I'm starting to chill out a little bit more playing. That's food. killer, dude. And, and you're staying yeah. at the same place that, uh, that when we stayed there that time. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no, I wanted to chat about that. Uh, nice we, might as, we might as well chat about it now. I just remember um what year was that dude when you guys came oh, down man. and played the show if i remember correctly i, I believe that's when trading pass for pathways came out so i think that was 2017 if i remember correctly sure. so it's been a minute it's been a it's been a little a little uh little uh, stretch of time you know um, for sure I but dude, like i haven't I, seen I, you forever it, dude it, it, it does feel like it's been forever man i mean like the last time we were supposed to be down in cape town was i think in 2018 and that was Jeez. the time where we uh freaking landed up missing our flight unfortunately uh so it's it's been a minute dude it's it's been a minute i think the last time we played in cape town was winterfest which i think may have also been 2017 if i remember correctly Jeez, is, uh, that, is it that long that's four I years think it ago, is, dude, dude. 
but dude, that's that's the weird thing about this whole pandemic thing, dude, is it's like the last year in 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 one way has felt like it's flown by in another way it feels like it's taken forever so it's like i feel like i'm in this weird time vortex but i don't know like you know it's like yeah, i yeah, say 2017 sure. and one part it, it feels like 10 years ago and the other part it feels like it's freaking two days ago you know it's this bizarre time warp at the moment i didn't man. even know what day it is other than the fact that we chose thursdays <laughs> to be our podcast days but other than that it's i haven't sometimes i just get i lose track i mean totally, i came dude. i came uh to to the to the uh, spot today and I, he was like what date is it and i'm like i have no idea <laughs> it's just the way things are nowadays you know i work from home i mean yeah you know, i'm sure you work down the road from the studio and all that kind of jazz it's crazy yeah well at, at this point i mean uh you know we, we were very very fortunate during the pandemic that like most of the work that we do at the studio uh we, we could do from home so those five weeks where we were in the hard lockdown uh you know we we were very fortunate that we could do you know 90 percent of what we do uh, yeah. from home which is great so while a lot of other industries like sort of slowed down and people had to pivot and sort of do other things and, and that kind of thing we were actually very fortunate we were able to sort of let like motor through you know so yeah. for the most part you know we're we're still working at home probably 80 percent of the time kind of thing it's actually been an yeah. interesting time for us because we originally as a studio uh sorry to go into a subject no but, no, no. Uh, listen you know, this was going to be a part of the thing even when i posted uh, the even when i posted the the teaser that you were going to be on the uh on the show danny harris of oh god says listen we need a touch oh, on, the, on the audio production so let's talk about audio militia right rad. now because that, that's where we're at well, well, first up, what's up to Danny? How's it going, yeah, for dude? Sure, dude. <laughs> <laughs> nice. oh, speak, speaking of which, if, if you don't mind, man, I just want to just quickly throw a shout out real quick, if you don't mind. Uh, two two little things. So one to my my mom and dad and my siblings in the United States who are uh, currently watching right now, which is really, oh, really wow. cool. So awesome. it's it's nice knowing they're on the other side of the world. And, uh, and I must be honest, dude, like um, for the last, this is probably the closest I've gotten to playing a show in like over a year doing this podcast. So uh, I've been pacing the it's apartment amazing. for the last half an hour out of like almost what felt like stage fright. You know what I mean? Y yeah. Uh, I but you, that's dude. nowhere near as nervous as what Eric would have felt like yesterday because Eric proposed to his girlfriend yesterday and she said yes. So Whoa, big dude, congratulations, congratulations to those two. That's fantastic. <laughs> We're talking about Eric, your your guitarist, Eric. Uh, that's Kaber. it. That's Gerber, it. Whatever, yeah. whatever. Congratulations, dude. Oh, there's art going. Yeah. What's up? Oh, yeah. Nice one, dude. Congratulations to Eric. So, That's So amazing. I just had to throw some love out there real quick, if you don't mind. <laughs> Sweet. No, dude. And you know what? To be honest with you, we've um, we've gotten to a bit of a habit in the show. You know, whenever I interview someone, somehow the one of the mothers will get on, on, on the call and we'll, we'll feature. <laughs> so sending love to the Pratt family over in the United States. So they did immigrate like about two, three years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I've got, um, you know, three siblings, I've got two, two brothers and a sister, and then obviously my mom and dad. So my, my, not the youngest brother, but my younger, because I'm the oldest, you know, kid in the family. So my younger, uh, no, the, the youngest two are twins. Well, okay, it's kind sorry, of a funny story. It's family, kind of a funny yeah. story because we're four kids, but my brother, who's just younger than myself, we were born on the same day, two years apart, but then the That's, youngest two yeah. are twins. So we're like okay. four kids, but two birthdays a year, which is kind of, kind of odd, you know? So, so you, you would think that would get like, like double the amount of, of presents, but it, it was more the kind of thing where the parents were like, so this one's for you guys to share. <laughs> oh, thanks, Mark. That's awesome. <laughs> Look, I mean, it probably makes I'm going to get a message on WhatsApp folks, for eh? that one. <laughs> well, let's, let's be honest. It probably makes it easy for your folks. They've got two, oh. two, two birthdays to worry about instead of one. 100%, 100%. But yeah, yeah but my, my brother, whom I share a birthday with and my little sister, uh, they moved to the States about six years ago. And then my parents moved there about three years ago. 
So okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Which That's is which amazing. Is and cool, where man. whereabouts in the states are they living? Um, so they're sort of just north of Miami. So about half an hour's drive north of Miami. So Florida side. Okay, awesome, awesome. So beaches and palm trees and all that good stuff. Yeah, for sure. Look at <laughs> listen, I, I I follow the 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 UFC and you know what uh, they they they. they Apparently, Florida doesn't have COVID, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, yeah. dude. They, it's like they certainly act that way, that's stuff. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing, dude. But uh, glad to know that your your parents are, are, are happy, safe, and they're enjoying themselves out in Florida. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Very much so. I mean, my, you know, my dad is from America. So, so my, my dad, you know, was born and raised in the US. So, um, you know, for him, it's like he's happy to be in his home country and like closer to his family that sure. side and everything like that. And, they, and they're doing well, which is, which is awesome. So, uh, so, so far so good. They're having a, a really, really good time. So hoping we'll get to go and see them soon. For sure. I spent six months living in Breckenridge, Colorado and wow, uh, the Pratt family, please. Can you have me? I want to come back. <laughs> I love the state so much. I, it's like crazy. I've, uh, it, i still totally did i just did a ski season i'd still to this day i have my uh, snowboard hanging up on my wall because it's just honestly was one of the best times of my life oh that's awesome dude that's super cool i mean we, we were also there uh like end of 2019 sort of right <laughs> we, we got back uh late jan 2020 right so mm -hmm. so at that point covid was just sort of like a whisper you know um but we knew something was happening but my, my wife and i we got married in december of 2019 and then we yeah. headed over to the u.s for um you know for honeymoon that side so part of it was going and visiting my mom and dad and, and seeing where the whole family is and you know we ha i hadn't visited them up until this point so it was really nice getting to see where they live get to see like what the area looks like and you know i mean obviously i've seen it all on zoom calls and, yeah. and videos and stuff but it was so nice to actually see where they are and uh, and we got to take a road trip my wife and i for our honeymoon we took a road trip down to key west which was Amazing. like a lifelong dream of mine you know it's like this little tiny island you know halfway between the atlantic ocean and the gulf of mexico and you're driving wow. you know over the seven you're literally driving on a highway over the ocean right so it's like you know you, you, the seven mile bridge is like 11 or so kilometers um of just highway and you can sort of just see like the land in the distance be behind and ahead of you and to the right is just the Gulf of Mexico and to the left is just the Atlantic Ocean and it's absolutely beautiful, man. So, so yeah, definitely. I, I love the United States as well, man. And I'm, I'm looking forward to going back there sometime in the near future when, when traveling is a thing. <laughs> Amazing. What, 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 what do you want to pop, pop in, in there? Art? Art? Uh, besides, besides the echo, echo again. again. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. So, so. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. Drink, drink, drink. I don't know, Brandon, if you know, if you know the new, um, uh, Philosophy, philosophy we, have. we have is that if we, if ever we make an audio or video production error, we have to drink. So cheers, bud. <laughs> but uh, but uh, we got nice some comments, comments in the chat, chat here. We got, got Sandra water. Pratt. Thanks, Thanks for the, the shout out, my boy. boy. Oh, no, oh, nice. Sandra, Sandra, what's, what's up, Sandra? Sandra? Yeah, That's yeah, my mama. Hello, Laura from Florida, Florida USA. USA. Yes. Yes. Robert, Robert Pratt. Pratt. That's, That's me. That's me. That's awesome. Awesome. You're never too metal to have your mom give you a shout out when you're on a podcast. I'm sorry. Nah, dude. Uh, listen, <laughs> I had Rick Shields on the show a couple of weeks ago. Yes, and, yes. Um, yeah, and he, his mom called in. We were like, what's up? And then um, who else? I can't remember who else it was. Um, it was, anyway, I can't remember. But moving back to, oh, you got you got it? Who was it? Oh, okay. No, what? Huh? No, I see you popped up there. So <laughs> no, I thought you wanted to say something. JP Singh. Is also commenting commenting here. What up, Chomas? 
Uh, there Yo, we go. One day, Sky what's Boys. What's up, JP? Jam Pack Productions. And then Dane Canterbury. Yeah. Just saw Art crack a smile. That's some pretty good CG. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, bro. bro. Well, well, thank, thank you, everybody, everybody in the, in the chat. chat. Listen, listen, keep the chat going. We're going to get to it a little bit later and all that kind of jazz. jazz. But first, first we're going to chat to... We're going to get a chat about audio militia. We're going to do on that. Yes, yes. To the old family. We love that family. We love you, Florida. And all that kind of jazz. But let's go back to you, dude. So, you were working from home. You can do 80% the work, the work at home, at home. Um, but, but I'm sure, sure you like itching. itching. You're, you're, engineers want to get, get in the studio, studio dude, I'm sure. sure. For sure, dude. Well, you know, you know what's really cool, man, is like a, a, a really cool opportunity came up during because we, we originally had three branches, right? So, so in Joburg side, we had our Ferndale branch, we have a Bligari branch, and we had a Bryanston branch. Um, you know, Bryanston branch being the the OG, the one that's been there since the For beginning. Sure. You know, and a, a really interesting opportunity came up where an opportunity to actually purchase a property, and instead of having three, you know three separate studios mm. uh, we still have the one in Blagari, but we've actually closed the ones in in Bryanston. we closed the one in ferndale and we've just bought a brand new gorgeous property in wow. um now i've gone freaking blank on the bloody area it's just, <laughs> That's all good. how have i got it was literally right there but it's essentially it's super close to rosebank so it's just down oxford uh, drive okay. um, and it's absolutely it'll come to me in a bit it'll pop up in a bit but uh, but it's this absolutely gorgeous um old building from the and from i think it was built in like 1935 or something like that so instead of having the three studios we're going to have the one satellite studio in in Ligari, and we're going to have mm -hmm. this beautiful, gorgeous studio that's currently being built now in the new location. So, so it's been a very, Amazing. very exciting time, man. So, so, so we're cool. all sort of, when we're not working at home, we're sharing the one, you know, the one satellite studio. But, um, you know, every time I go to the new spot, I mean, I, I, I unfortunately haven't been too involved with the building side of things because I've been at home, you know, doing the, the, the audio end of things. But, yeah, so you know, uh, the, a lot of the, the other bills, dudes, man. Um, what's that? got to pay the bills bro you got to do that you still got to get the grafting <laughs> for sure dude for sure but uh but dude and the, but the new location every time i go there uh the guys the work they put into it just absolutely looks freaking phenomenal and uh, it's going to be such a beautiful space man like i cannot wait for people to get to see what the new spot's going to look like it's got this awesome Amazing. old world meets new world uh it's just it, and, and it's it's so nice it's like you know um the, a lot of our, our previous studios were in like business park kind of things and really nice business parks don't get me wrong but what's cool about this is it's like the the environment almost feels for the lack of a better word like zen it's like you drive through the, ah. the the gate it's this nice beautiful long driveway through this gorgeous garden and you go in there and you're just in this awesome little bubble and you just get to like focus on being creative and and clients will be able to come in there and just chill out and and be out of the hustle for a little bit so so no it's great dude we're we're, we're very very fortunate and and I, I love my job dude i feel very very fortunate to get to to do what i what i get to do dude which is amazing so yeah I mean, and uh and big I mean, shout that's... out to the the audio militia team man to all the guys yeah, i was that gonna side, say how so... big is your team that was my next question dude yeah dude so so i mean uh you know what's really cool about it is like um there's a, there's a very very cool like band vibe to to where we work because a lot of us that work there are musicians so the three guys who started the company um it's craig hawkins the lead singer of pestroy better known as tripwire uh, yeah, uh yeah, craig yeah. and paul from uh big 16 fan. stitch oh yeah dude i mean big fan I, I still it still blows my mind dude i mean like because like besides craig the other two owners is nick and paul from newtown knife gang H, aka oh, 16 wow. stitch right okay, nice. so it still blows my mind that nick's i the drummer, I get right? to work yeah nick's the drummer and paul's the guitar yeah, okay, player yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. totally the guy who jams the seven string 
Yeah, 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 dude. <laughs> he, he played a couple of stints with Sarangas or Cedar back in the he day. He did, yeah. You're yeah, right, yeah, dude. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah, no, no, yeah. I, and I was always like, dude, that drum is so epic. And I didn't even know the connection. I didn't even know. Uh, oh, dude. Yeah, he even <laughs> had the dreads at one stage. I think he, he was in the video for um, Gasoline, wasn't he? I think so, dude. I'm yeah, actually I not sure. Let's check that out. Yeah, with well, dreads. I can't say I've seen him with dreads. I must check that out. Yeah, yeah. Definitely <laughs> wasn't wasn't um um John Humphrey. So it's interesting. Yeah, sure. Like um, but so cool, dude. At the end of the day, I'd love to, to get him on for his old oh, dude. Uh, sixteen. I'm sure he would love to come on, like dude. That. I'm sure he'd love I, to come on. I'll give him a shout and, and put in a good word for you there, dude. I'm sure. Nick yeah, well, thank you, dude. It, dude. I'll appreciate it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but so it's so, a so team of four. And um, well, I mean, all... that's that's just the three the three dudes who own it. So, I mean, like, uh, besides that, you've obviously got me. Um, then also, mm -hmm. we've got uh, Richard Staub, who was originally with the Dead Will Tell, Conqueror, now Weed Dealer. Uh, Etienne Hachler, he used to be in Wrestlerish. Now he's in, in Weed Dealer. Uh, we got Sims Kula, who is uh, one of the lead, the lead dudes in The Muffins, which is an awesome African gospel group uh we got sammy slabbert you know who was a very very well-known photographer in yes, the scene I, I she know, also sammy, works yeah. so so very uh i mean who, who else is there i mean oh there's there's garrick who was uh garrick jones who was quite big in like the edm scene uh you know we got Mpile, uh, so uh, we got quite a bit i think we're a team of of, of 12 or 13 uh, folks Jeez, oh, also dude, and then not to forget um Totally, dude. Totally. I mean, like, and, and our executive producer is uh, Kath Grenfell, who's obviously a living oh, legend wow. in the, okay. yeah, yeah, the South dude, African music scene, dude. So, so it's always a fun vibe, dude, because like we can all sort of relate. Bro, when she left Five FM, I was like, Catherine's not there. But was she oh, still wow, there? Dude. I don't know. I have no idea. It's been so long. So that's crazy. I, nah, she's not at Five FM anymore. Yeah, no. I know. But, dude, I mean, it's but you know what's years. cool about it, dude, is like I grew up being like a massive Pestroy fan, a massive Sixteen Stitch fan, a massive yeah. Devil Tell fan, a massive like. I mean, obviously, Kath is a legend, and like. The, the 15 year old self in me couldn't believe that at my wedding, I've got like members of 16 stitch members of Pestroy, Kath Grenfell DJ at yeah. my wedding. You know, it's like, wow. I was like, this is just freaking unreal. You know? So it's, it's never lost to me so how cool. damn cool that is, you know, but well, it's I cool, mean, man. Cause a it's a very talent, musician dude. culture, you know? And uh, it's cool because we, we all have tour stories we can share. We all like, you know, have, have, have done the band thing and we can all laugh about things that band and musician people can laugh about. So it's yeah, great. Dude. Yeah, it's, sure. it's awesome, man. I feel very, very fortunate. That's amazing. Well, I mean, it sounds like you're so passionate about it and, and passionate about the people that you work with, which is the most important oh, thing at all. If you're not having fun, then, then what's the point, you know? So it seems like you're yeah. really enjoying yourself. Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. And, and, it, and it's cool because it's like, you know, uh, I, I remember, you know, reading through the liner notes of like Pestroy's like the enemy within album right and seeing like mm -hmm. mixed by tripwire at audio militia and i was like oh wow that's interesting okay cool and then like going through uh 16 stitch and being like mixed by paul norwood and then newton life gang mixed by paul norwood at, at audio militia so i was you know fresh out of music college having studied music production and, and all that jazz and uh which is you know i'm sure we'll get to this but that's where i met you know eric and all the dudes and yeah. uh you know so it was like wow imagine the opportunity not only being a massive fan of the bands but the opportunity to get to learn from these dudes like how insane 100%. would that be you know uh so immediately i, I kind of i found their website i found paul and, and everybody's emails and uh, and i dropped them a mail and i was like guys like what if, if an opportunity opens up, please like keep me in mind. I would absolutely yeah. love it, you know? So, and I, and I, and it was a while, man. I mean, I kept in contact with the guys probably for a good three years. You know, it's like, I think I'm, I mailed Paul in like December of 2012 and then the opportunity to, to work there opened up in 2016. So, so I, I tried to be, 
as politely ferocious as possible and i would like you know like if they were like cool man well drop us a mail in a month's time i'd set like a reminder in my phone and a month later boom i dropped them a mail you know Sick. and what's funny about that is obviously i knew the guys from the band world so i knew them from mm. red helen and playing shows with them yeah. and and it got to a point where they're like well uh you know his band's pretty good so maybe he'll be uh pretty good <laughs> yeah. at this so yeah so i'm very fortunate the band vibe helped me <laughs> no of course i mean listen you've got you gotta put you gotta um put essentially you got to put the work into practice you know doesn't it doesn't it do you feel like it all like intertwines obviously you have to have the live production with the with the actual studio production kind of like you have to have that understanding between the two yeah dude i mean it's like you know what we it's funny the whole thing because it's like you know the the first sort of i mean obviously i studied music production at college and you do little projects there yeah. and stuff like that and then once i finished that college um you know I, I started doing other little side gigs here and there like working as a real estate agent and as a music teacher and stuff saving up to buy studio gear and, and all in that time you know i was cutting my teeth uh, apart from playing shows you know in as a, a musician and an artist i was doing live sound on the weekends you know at like churches and stuff like that to cut my teeth and learn how to engineer and learn how to do it quickly and, and, and that kind of thing. Um, and, and, and it definitely helped, you know, it's like by the time I was, you know, I was offered the opportunity at Audio Militia, I had a, a more of an idea of how to work with audio and, and how to actually do it. I wasn't, you know, a, 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 you know, a complete novice. And, uh, and, and I'm very fortunate, man. I mean, I've had some incredible mentors in my life, both as a musician and, and, and from a production standpoint, you know, it's like guys like Clint Watts, uh, Dylan Ellis, you know, all these dudes who were massively, you know, it's like I, I could go to those guys and, and, and ask them any question and they're, they're super happy to like, share information and help me and and they're such flipping wonderful people and i'm so grateful for the influence in my life but but it's kind of cool because i you know i use the live sound side of things i love live sound but um i've also had some of the most stressful experiences of my life doing live sound you can ask ashley totally. gaysford about that where had to save my ass the one day uh because shit was going down um <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> not no, the funnest time <laughs> but it's cool dude i mean it's like because you know when I joined Audio Militia, I was particularly interested in, you know, like, uh, obviously the goal was to be a guy who works with artists, who works with bands, who mixes bands and stuff like that. And I still love doing that. Uh, but the opportunity that popped up at Audio Militia was to be a final mix engineer. So doing sound design and mixing commercials for television yeah. and, and working on that kind of stuff. So it was a little different from what I wanted, but I, you know, from being a massive Star Wars fan growing up, it's like, you can't not have watched all the Ben Burt videos and looked into it. And they had like, at college, they had a very small post-production class that dealt with sound design but nothing majorly in depth but it always kind of tickled my fancy you know it's like i sure. i was like that's fascinating like the train of thought to like record like this random ass thing and then mangle it and create it to do something else that's fascinating right so so when i when i joined audio militia i was like it, you know it's not exactly working with artists but it's doing something that i'm still interested in it's still sure. in the realm of audio and frankly there's a musicality to it maybe you're not using you know like notes maybe you're not using like harmony or whatever but there's still a rhythm to it there's a musicality to it you know it's yeah, it's yeah, a different kind of musicality you know and and the best sound designers i still think are people who are musicians you know uh so, so i joined you know with the intention of of you know from a professional perspective being a sound designer but then on the side being like hey craig hey paul don't you want to teach me how to mix bands please um, yeah. <laughs> which which the beautiful thing is they were all too happy to do that which is amazing um and then when i joined the company I, I realized that a very very big part of what audio militia does is they write music for commercials they write music for mm -hmm. short films cartoons all that kind of stuff and it's funny up until that point uh, i'd always seen that as the kind of thing of like 
oh well the only guys who get to write music for a living like like score and 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 that kind of thing is like Hans Zimmer and John Williams and and the absolute legends who are all my heroes right um but then when I entered audio militia I was like holy crap like these are dudes that are making a living like writing music that how damn cool is that and that sparked my interest in that and that and that's which and and that's one of the things I'm extremely passionate about as well is 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 actually you know is is you know scoring and film score and writing music for you know film and commercial and stuff so so I'm, I'm the really cool thing about the audio militia thing is it was an awesome springboard for other interests you know and the yeah, cool thing dude. is there was an opportunity to do a little bit of everything which is great you know That's and being awesome. in a band dude having a studio that you can go and record at i mean like you know that that's yeah, killer it's like, you know it's, it's <laughs> dipping your it's dipping your toes into each little category and you know and with everything that you do you gain a little bit of experience in whatever category you're doing and all it is doing is improving you as a as an engineer right that's it dude 100 percent. And, and and at the end of the day dude, I think it's 10, also, hours they say what that's it dude yeah ten thousand hours <laughs> what, what, like yes <laughs> <laughs> who was the the dude uh was it malcolm gladwell who said that i think it was if i'm correct his I'm book outliers sure. is awesome by the way that's worth a read but uh art, you you're totally idea? true dude i, I, I mean like the, the, the thing with art is art informs arts you know maybe maybe look it up we can see yeah 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 pull it up carry on carrying what you're saying uh brandon but yeah, but but I think you're totally right, dude. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like art informs art. You know, it's like there's a reason people who are musicians are so often graphic artists and and are so often engineers and are so often things within the creative sphere. You know, because it's sure. like you know that 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 technique you learned in visual art. You know, about like I, I mean, random example, light and shade. You know, using negative space, using that or whatever is 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 naturally going to inform the way you look at how dynamics. you write music. You know, that dynamics, hundred percent, hundred percent. So so it's like you know the, when you start becoming because you know it's it's funny when i was in when i was in college you know it's like i started you know at with guitar and 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 that was my my main subject was guitar and then from there i transitioned into music production and i always thought music theory was interesting but you know since then you know since you know the last couple of years i've really developed an absolute love and passion for it and it's amazing how music theory and and the understanding of what goes on there helps inform engineering and how engineering has made me a better musician because you think about things in different terms so it, it is it's awesome man i mean art informs art dude and uh, it can only make you better in, in the various art forms that you're involved with for sure you know and at Papa G's heart, art informs Gareth. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and if it informs Gareth as my doppelganger, it informs me. There we go. There we go. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's another dad joke for you, dude. Another dad oh, yeah, joke yeah. for you. Um, that's amazing, dude. It's so nice to hear someone who has such passion for what they do and uh, and how you like to, Thanks, to, you know, like incorporate that all in, in, in what you do as a musician as well as, a, as an engineer. Yeah, hundred percent, man, hundred percent. So, so let's. Go. I, I tend to talk a lot, so if I ramble, feel right. free to stop Listen, me. Listen, these, these are my best. These are my best. What you got, Art? Um, I did a search for ten thousand hours. I only got, got the search results for a song, song by Justin just Bieber. Bieber. Ten thousand hours, ten thousand days. days. We know, we know that, that song, bro. Very interesting. I'm not Very start, interesting. I'm not going to start singing it though. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I know it. I know it. I know the song. It's actually a pretty good song. If but, I um, heard it, I'd probably know it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not going to sing it for you. I'm telling you now, Brandon, I'm not singing it for you. <laughs> but, um, dude, I want to say, first of all, I love the rockets behind you. Um, oh, thank um, you very much. <laughs> um, 
But Let's, by the way, on that note, I want to apologize yes. for looking like I'm in my freaking closet right now. Uh, <laughs> nah, I was thinking dude, about putting it. amazing. Yeah, I mean, it, it comes with working at home, man. It's like uh, the room that I'm in here uh, is essentially just bigger than like a walk-in closet. So, so I pretty much am in my closet right now. So raw and well, real, I guess. <laughs> were you not getting any room sound? There's nice, lots of dampening behind you with the clothing. You're getting dude, a nice it actually sounds signal. great. That's a good point. It's like <laughs> it actually dampens it really nice. Exactly, That's a very, dude. very good point. You've got a lot of soundproofing <laughs> there. So um, I think uh, we can expect the new Red Helen album to be recorded from that room because it's got such good acoustics. Um, but yeah, dude, 100%. listen, all I want to see is your face and I can see your face clearly. So I'm very happy about that, dude. Awesome. Um, I appreciate that. <laughs> so let's go before you get into audio militia and stuff. I've seen photos of you where you have a bright blue or a very metallic or dark blue um, Ibanez guitar. You had uh, <laughs> short, uh, short cropped, like spiky hair. Just You had the earring already. So like, tell me, <laughs> where did your journey begin as a musician? Because I'm actually, um, I'm fascinated by, you know, how a lot of our great vocalists um, always start on guitar or always start playing a, an instrument and then they, <laughs> they develop their, you know, their calling essentially. For sure, for sure. Well, let me, I'll try and keep it brief, but uh, don't, I mean, don't. Yeah, that's we, a, I mean that's listen, a, the load shedding only kicks in at eight. As long as we, we, we're good, we're good. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's an interesting one. It's, you know, the, the more I think about it, it's like, you know, I, I would, I would attribute my love to music very much because of my mom and dad, you know, uh, you know, to, to throw it back in the family court there, but, uh, God bless know, it's like, there you go. There you go. <laughs> you know, I, I remember being like a five-year-old kid sitting in the, in the, the lounge, you know, at our family home and my mom blasting, like literally blasting to the point of speakers, distorting, you know, like Dire Straits and Michael Jackson and REM and like all, all the sort of greats, you know, it's like, I'm forgetting so many right now. And, and, and so for me, it's like weird, man. I mean, it's like, I, I, not to get too philosophical, but it's like, I do think a large, you know, the word nostalgia gets treated almost like a dirty word nowadays, True. Uh, you know, but I, I, I would say a lot of what I'm involved with in my life is, is sort of chasing nostalgia in a strange way. And, uh, you know, it's like, when I think about music, you know, it's like, it's that feeling that I got being a kid sitting in the lounge with my mom, watching Robbie Williams live in Nedworth, blasting into the speakers, freaking like, you know, there you go, dude, dude, that it's to this day, he is one of the best freaking front men on the planet. And, uh, I saw so, so that was, that's, oh, dude, I, I yeah. missed that. I, I regret missing that. You have no, how was he? Like, how was that? Amazing. Amazing, dude. Let, let's, let's, no, no, but like your, the, the, the way you're telling the story, I just want you to carry on. Oh, cool. cool. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm, I'm loving it, dude. Awesome. When you mentioned, um, Dire Straits, Mark Knopfler, nostalgia, oh, I mean, you get it, you get it. Hundreds, dude. Hundreds, man. I mean, dude, when my folks moved to the States, that was one of the big things that we had to like protect was the family vinyl collection. It's like that cannot get damaged. That has to go with us, you know? Totally. And then with my dad and, the, and the, so my mom was very much like the old school rock and roll stuff, the old school pop stuff from like the 70s, 60s, 70s and 80s and early 90s. And then my dad on the way to school every day, it was classic FM and classical music and and that side of things. And then every now and then, because my dad's from the United States, country music, you know? So we got I got like a really full sort of like musical education and and even then thinking about my interest in film and my interest in working in sound with film 
film. It's like, you know, to me, it's like, it's that feeling of, of rainy days during the school holidays being taken to the, the you know, the movie house with my brothers and sisters and, and two random friends to go and watch the, the, the new movie and, and be on and look at the big screen, you know, and like, yeah. you know, staying up till two o'clock in the morning watching our favorite movies. So, so it's interesting. The more I, I kind of look back at my life, a lot of it is like, is that chasing that nostalgic feeling of being sure. like that, that, that feeling, you know, but as far as playing guitar, I mean, you know, and, and being a musician, I, you know, when I, when I really started like getting interested in it and, and wanting to do it more and wanting to, you know, to actually start doing it, you know, um, for me, the big three of bands back in the day, and, and there were so many bands that I love, but for me, the big three was Linkin Park, Korn, and Slipknot. You know, it's like there were so many other bands, but they were like the big three. And the funny thing is the first thing that I actually wanted to do when it came to playing in a band was I wanted to be a scratch DJ. I wanted to be uh, Joe Hahn from Linkin Park or, or Sid oh, nice. from, from Slipknot. That was actually the goal was I was like, I want to be the guy who samples stuff and like scratches and like does that kind of thing. So I saved up my birthday money. I got birthday money from my friends and my parents for my, my 12th birthday. And we went to Cash Crusaders and I was like, I'm buying Amazing. a CDJ. This is what I want to freaking do. Uh, and when I, when I say DJ, I'm not talking about the guy who just presses play. I'm talking about the dudes who actually like use yeah, it as a creative tool. Yeah, no, no, know? totally, totally. Totally. And uh, so, you know, we we get to Cash Crusaders and the CDJs are a fair about more expensive because also now you got to buy speakers. Now you got to buy all these things. So my dad saw an acoustic guitar there, which I still have and is right behind me. Um, so my dad saw this acoustic guitar, this old Santa Fe for like 700 bucks. And he was like, well, why don't you buy a guitar? You know, why don't you get a guitar? So I was like, okay, yeah, cool. I, I think I'll do that. So I, I got the guitar. And then from there, man, I mean, you know, it was, uh, we were very fortunate that one of the, the guys at the, the school that I was going to uh, gave guitar lessons. So I went for guitar lessons. My mom had this old guitar book from when she was a kid with like the basic chords in it. So I would, you know, spend hours and awesome. hours learning those guitar chords. And from there, you know, like, like I said, the goal was then to be freaking, Mick Thompson from Slipknot or to be Brad Delson from Lincoln Park or Wes Borland from, from Limp Biscuit or Limp Mark Biscuit. Knopfler or, or those dudes, you know? So, so I saved up again for my birthday, got a thousand five hundred bucks when I was like 13 or whatever and bought like an old shitty silver tone guitar with a little 15 watt amp that yeah, like yeah. was distortion. That really wasn't distortion. It was just, let's just make this sound like crap. Um, and, and the wonderful high thing end. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And, and the wonderful thing about like the school that I was at was a bunch of people people at the school were getting interested in music right and yeah. um you know at that point in my life i was going to this you know con little conservative christian school and i had my buddies there and we would like go to the youth group on friday nights and then eventually they changed it to saturday and the reason i say that is we the, the same friend of mine a guy named hayden if he's watching what's up dude um we we started we started like the school band together right so every monday we would get to play the same freaking three songs but still we got to play in front of a school of like 700 kids so yeah. that was almost like the first gigs you know what i mean in a weird way it was playing for the school band totally. and then with the youth group that we were going to at this church that we were going to at the time on what the beautiful thing was on a Saturday, because they, they would do this youth group thing like a whole day on Saturday kind of thing. And uh, and they would just give us free run of the stage. So we could go on there and literally jam for like six hours on a Saturday, just playing random stuff with like whoever was there. And and it was a really cool, like like melting pot of, of you know, of, of starting experience. You know, at this point I was like, no, I don't want to be playing this crappy church music because I, I do think a lot of it is shit but um <laughs> <laughs> sorry to get blunt no no but, no, uh, no no dude it's your <laughs> not it's, not it's all it. of it i mean but dude uh, have you seen some like 
gospel drummers are my favorite. Oh, dude, dude. Eric I'm not, Moore, not talking about gospel, Chris dude. Coleman. Like, totally, dude. Totally. Yeah, I mean, I'm not talking about gospel, <laughs> man. Gospel is a whole other beast. That That is the musicians who play that. It's freaking phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, but I'm talking sure. like the like like high school Hillsong, like that kind yeah, of no, stuff. Yeah, no, no, I hear you, I hear you. Dude. Where it's like yeah, everybody sure. liked it because you had to like it, not because yeah, you actually sure. liked it. No, don't get me wrong. <laughs> they've got some good music nowadays, but back then it was really not the greatest thing. Sure. You know, at least not for me. But again, I think that was also because being in that environment, you felt pressured to, sure. to like that because it was like, what do you mean you don't like them and you like this evil band Slipknot, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I got into a lot of trouble did for you that. Get a, that. Did you get a lot of that, dude? Because that sounds interesting. Because you oh, said yeah, you dude. went to a Christian school and all that kind of stuff. You liking snip, Slipknot and all the heavy bands. I mean, I'm sure you could have got a little bit of stick for that. Well, that's it, dude. I mean, we, you know, I, I'm very, I'm super fortunate that I have the mom and dad that I have where it's like, uh, and don't get me wrong, not, not everything was bad about going to that school. And, and sure. many of my lifelong friends are people that I still know from those days and everything. Uh, but, you know, we, we were certainly, I'm very fortunate to have the parents that I had because they were incredibly open-minded. So while yeah. a lot of Christian schools at the time were saying things like Harry Potter's evil, bloody, bloody, blah, Tazos are evil, blah, blah. Dude, the amount, everything was evil. You could just freaking Harry assume, Potter's evil. I mean, dude, 100%. That, that was the thing. So, and then my mom, <laughs> the hilarious thing about it was my mom. So the school was like, don't take your, your kids to go and watch Harry Potter because it's a satanic movie, bloody, bloody, blah, blah, blah. So my mom, and this gives you an idea of the kind of mom I had, she took us to go watch Harry Potter with her and then wrote a letter to the school telling them to shut up and that it's like she thought it was an amazing expression of imagination and she would absolutely encourage us to watch us because yeah. of the values that it inspires and how it inspires like standing up for what you believe, da, 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 da. Sparks creativity. So we were, Hundred percent, dude. And 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 we were always the kids where, like, on the last day of school, the windows were down and we were blasting Alice Cooper schools out. You know, it's like nice. we were those guys. You know, so so you can imagine all the other people School's who thought that was like, the, oh, dude, hundred <laughs> percent. And then rock up to school in the morning blasting War Pigs by freaking Black yeah, Sabbath, dude. dude. That sure. was my childhood, man. Afterwards, Art, we're gonna play a game of Quidditch. Yeah, there we go. There <laughs> yeah, we go. Let's go. Yeah, dude, I solemnly amazing. swear I'm up to no good. Yeah, dude, that's that's crazy. Hey? But, so, but that's the thing, dude. Yeah. It's like, you know, although we, we were in that environment, you know, I mean, my, my parents obviously wanted us to go to that kind of school because at the time they thought that it would instill certain values in us and that kind of thing. But mm -hmm. they were very open. You know, it's like I, I grew up watching Star Wars when I was six years old and Harry Potter and blasting, you know, rock and roll and, and all that jazz. And it was awesome, man. And uh, but that said, you know, being in those social circles, you know, being the guy who listened to things like Linkin Park and, and Slipknot and that kind of thing in, in, those, in those particular times. I mean, we're talking over 20 years ago at this point, well over For 20 sure. years ago. Oh, dude, you know, it's like, uh, we, age, I went yeah, through bro. a lot of... <laughs> what, no, what's that? No, I said you're giving away our age, yeah, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Dude, it, I was working it out the other day and us. I was like, holy shit, that was how long ago? Like, what? You know? Yeah. It's, damn, I'm getting old. The fact that, like, <laughs> after Eric, the whole of Red Helen's either in engaged or married i was like wow dudes, we're, we're getting old we're yeah, getting yeah, old yeah. but uh but anyways you know so, so i did get a lot of a lot of stick from you know from in those communities and stuff but you know and and that actually that's actually a kind of kind of a cool segue into when i started getting involved with the metal scene because 100%. you know i was in those environments but i was always although i had my close friends i was always sort of seen as the outcast you know i was always seen as sort of the black sheep of the group and then come you know the age of about 14 
um, I met a, you know, I changed schools, still another, you know, Christian school. And then we decided we were going to, we actually saw a poster for Bells Fest 2 at, um, at Sundowners here in Alberton, right? And, uh, and this buddy of mine, you were like, dude, we have to go and watch that. We have to go to that. So went to my mom and dad, I'm like 14, 15 years old, uh, probably 14, close to 14. And I was like, please mom, like, I, I you know, I really want to go to the show. There's bands playing and they're metal bands. Like I've never like seen local Best. metal bands, you know? I mean, at this point, sure. Like I was very, my parents were super cool they always took us to theater shows we you know whenever there was an international artist that came over we always went to watch them you know it's like you know uh, all the the greats that came here and 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 that was my you know part of my musical education but i'd never seen like metal bands live you know so we get sure. to freaking i'll never forget we get to sundowners and my mom and dad at the time weren't too sure what to make of this and they were like <laughs> okay you can go but you're only staying till 6 p.m yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. only staying till 6 p.m so like the sun goes down you come in home okay that's cool deal let's and do you it. miss you miss so the headliners get there, miss the headliners sadly but but you know Dude, that, that's actually kind of my parents are exactly the same i don't mean to interrupt you but i'm finding no, no, so many it. similarities between our upbringing it's crazy oh, because awesome. i also um put a lot of my what I do to, to my folks and what I listen to. And, and I mean, I remember getting dropped off at school with um, my dad blasting the rumors album from Fleetwood Mac and, and right. uh, stuff like that. That's but awesome. yeah, I just wanted to point that out that like, I'm finding so many similarity similarities between our, our vibe. That's it's, super it's amazing, cool, dude. dude. That's awesome, man. That's super cool, dude. That's awesome. Amazing. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. So your your musical journey and about um, I've just been told that we got about fifteen minutes left till 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 the load shedding. Oh but, shit! Um, okay, I better I better speed this up then. No, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Listen, fifteen minutes is good. Like, I, but we have to talk about Red Helen, dude. Yeah. Oh, cool. Cool. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Well, we're, this will actually play into that. That's rock yes, and roll. Yes. Let's so, go. Um, <laughs> so yeah, man. So you know, so we go to the show, and dude, I remember it was like your name in neon, freaking the dead will tell, Deity's Muse, all these guys, and and my mind was just blown, dude. I was like, I have to do that. Like that's what I want to freaking do. I want to be on stage playing like in in like a local like metal band, you know, or rock band or whatever. So the same friends that I had in school, we started out, you know, a band back in the day, and it was literally, dude like it was myself on guitar a dude named uh, brooklyn Picati, he was on vocals and then a dude named donovan turvey on drums dude and we would just every thursday uh, we would you know meet up at donovan's house and uh, and we would just rock out dude for hours and try and like ride tracks and and around that time i mean being a huge corn fan i was like i can't be a corn fan and not have a seven string guitar right so oh, yeah. went to the a little a little market found a cheap ass seven string guitar for like a thousand bucks which is the nice. blue the blue guy you saw which is also right behind me yes yeah, and yeah. um and that was it, dude. And I was like, I'm going to be the dropped A guy. Like, I need a, I need a, I want to play low, you know? Um, and, and yeah, dude. So we started jamming and, you know, one of my favorite things, dude, was to like after shows, I really always try to make a point, like whenever I attended shows to go up to like the local bands and tell them like, that was awesome. I loved that. That was so good, sure. um, which was super cool because it, it resulted in, in getting to meet a lot of the guys and, and hang out with a lot of the dudes. And, you know, at that point, we, we had written a couple of tracks and we were like, dudes, we need to we need to we need to go to studio. We need to like record this. You know, we need to record a song. So that's when I hit up my buddy Dylan Ellis, who's still a friend of mine to this day. He lives in Vancouver and he owned a studio called inner flame studio and uh you know and he gave us like this 
awesome discount. I think it was something crazy, like 200 Rand for the song. Uh, bearing in mind, yeah. it's like bass vocals and drums. Uh, sorry, guitar vocals and You're drums. You're all up in and North America, hey? <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, awesome. dude. And uh, and and we and we we recorded that track, dude. And like we wrote that song, I think like the day before. And it was a song called Salvation of the Deceived Mind back in the wow. day. And it was like a, a rap rock kind of thing, which is pretty Ooh. cool. And then, uh, and Dill was playing for a band called Asai, who I love. And then his guitar player was a guy called Dave Friedman, who you might know from Plug Music Agency and Dirty yes. Moonshine. Yeah. So I met Dave back then when I was like 15 years old. And then he started playing for a band called Is That Blood? And wow, I, okay. I absolutely loved Is That Blood, dude. They were the coolest thing ever back in the day. And uh, so he landed up sort of taking the weird role as like our manager. And he got us our very, very first show, wow. which ironically was organized by uh, Toomey from Monster. He was the oh, guy who organized Toomey. that show back in the day. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so it's kind of weird when you look at things in the scene, how things like all these little connections and buttons of, sure. of, of all the guys who have been doing this together for ages, you know. So we played that first show. We had like a crowd of five people. I threw a box of cornflakes out as a free prize. It was the most <laughs> random thing ever. Uh, I love that, dude. Yeah, dude. Who I, wants I, and a my free cornflakes? <laughs> dude, it was exactly that. It was exactly that. It was, it was me practicing my... And I wasn't even the front man, dude. I just took the mic from the singer and I was like, yeah, go mad and we'll throw out cornflakes. And then like threw the cornflakes out into the crowd of five people who were just staring at us. Um, <laughs> and then, amazing. oh, dude. It's so funny thinking to like what a Red Helen show is like nowadays because it's like I still tried to get them to do a wall of death. Yeah, yeah, it didn't work at all. Uh <laughs> Dude, at the Attila show and at Winterfest, you guys killed it with that wall of death. It, both oh, times, thank you. dude. Thanks very much, man. Yeah, but that, that's the thing is like, it's so funny thinking about that shit and then like thinking back to the first show where I was like, wall of death, split it, split it. And eventually just going to be like, okay, we're going to keep playing now thanks you know <laughs> no, but dude, yeah I, dude, and I after that the... dude yeah, yeah, go, go ahead. yeah after yeah, that dude it. i was hooked man like from there it was just you know and and what's funny is that night a band called kill the messenger played and, and funny enough at the very very first show that i ever went to which was the honorary neon there was a band called um alchemy that was playing and, and alchemy is still around today but they're, they're a cover band nowadays but back then they were a metalcore band that became kill the messenger so i met spencer and liam and liam spencer harvey the drummer team. right uh, Spencer, Spencer Martin, who went Spence on to go Martin sing for Newtown Knife Gang. Gang. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, dude. So, so again, it's weird, all these little connections. And then and they also played. Sundowners. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then yeah. They, they changed Alchemy to Kill the Messenger. And they played the same day. They played the first show that we played. They played at that show. And then, obviously, Liam, many years ago, many years later, would jam with Red Helen, which is really cool. And, and obviously, Spence, Spence was, you know, a really you know, i mean he's been a you know buddy of mine for years and he sure. was again one of the guys putting in the good word for me at audio militia and uh but yeah dude from there i was hooked man and and that band back you know was the hammer of redemption back in the day and that went through many many different you know um formations and lineups and that kind of thing over time and you know that's uh, you know one of my favorite bands back in the day south african man was a band called hisha burn uh which was fronted by a dude called wolf and Starden. and uh you know we were looking for a vocalist because uh brooklyn had, had left the band he had other things that he wanted to do and uh and and this is 15 year old me and will was like 32 at the time and Damn. he was the first guy to really give us a shot as far as like these kids have got something like let me uh, let me sort of mentor them and get involved and, and like, you know, start jamming with them. And he, he joined the hammer of redemption and he was a very, very big mentor for us because he'd done a lot of really cool stuff at that point. And then, yeah, man, I mean, 
gone through a line of changes. I landed up studying at the campus of performing arts, which was a, a dream come true for me because I, I'd been wanting to yeah. do that since, you know, junior high or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and funny enough, then while being at the campus of performing arts, I ran into Greg. And Greg, funny enough, the bass player for Red Helen, yeah. he and I had met when I was 10 years old. Crazy. So we actually did karate classes together when we were 10 years old. So when I ran into him at, at freaking Copa, I was like, whoa, dude, what are you doing here? Like, that's, that's crazy, you know? So uh, we met up there. And, and the funny thing is my band, The Hammer of Redemption, uh, which at this point was a completely different lineup. And we had released, you know, a couple of singles and we started working with Clint. And, and you know, at, at this point, I was working as the weekend casual. I mean, sorry, I'm, I'm just remembering things as I go along, but it's like, yeah, I, I, I got a job as the weekend casual at Marshall Music. And the guys working at Marshall Music was Sean from Warthane and Clint from One Day Sky and then another dude called Jabu um, and those guys again I think I've just you know when I think back it's like I was very fortunate to have a lot of really really awesome mentors you know and those dudes were you know it's like Warthane were you know were like god level metal band back in the day so to get to hang out with Sean Friday Saturday and Sunday and like learn from him and to hear stories and he would you know blast metal dvds and then jobs would play gospel stuff and then michelle who was the manager would play punk stuff and and i'd have this opportunity to you know to learn from these guys and and it was such a great opportunity um you know to get to learn from all these people and then you know at that point the hammer redemption was playing shows with warthane was playing shows with red helen you know the original version of red helen um which was completely different to now the only yeah remaining member is eric essentially Uh, he was the guy who started the whole band back in the day and um and I believe it was the very, very first Cranked Up Fest, right? So we, we, it was the very, very first one. It was an all-local lineup. And I think we opened up the, the, the main stage, if I'm correct on that. We were the first band up and Red Helen were right after us. And um, so the Hammer of Redemption, I got on stage and I was playing guitar and I was clean singing. But my vocalist at the time, who's still one of my best friends to this day, Craig, whom I've known since I was a kid, um, he was the front man, but he was too terrified to speak to the crowd he was absolutely terrified to speak to the crowd so yeah. i would be the guy as the guitar player who have to be like let's move come on do your thing you know so the guys from red helen saw that and they heard me scream in between takes right like like Whoa. just be like let's move whatever and then they saw that, that particular someone. day that's it yeah dude and, and that and it's so funny how how like again the little little like dots kind of connect but that particular day um matt was sick and matt who plays drums for Red Helen at the time Matt was Sletcher. doing drums and Matt Sletcher, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and that day Matt was, you know, he, at the time he was doing the whole Aaron Gillespie thing where he was screaming and singing at the same time. So wow. doing the whole mic next to him kind of vibe, but that particular day he was sick. So he didn't have a voice. So oh, every really? time he screamed, it sounded absolutely dreadful. Like I, to this day, <laughs> we still rag on him to this day. About That's amazing. It, you know? uh, it was, it was just Listen. so funny, man. You got to give the guy props for trying to do both at the same time, though. You got to be honest. Oh, like, I mean, that's dude. like, that's commitment. You're like, oh, I'm, someone's not able to do it. I got to do it, you know? Totally. Big dude. Props. I, I still think he had a cool freaking voice, dude. I still for try sure. to convince him to do like backing vocals after that. I was like, no ways, dude. Like, do this with at me. least for the but album, it, bro. At least for the album. Let's go. Hundreds, dude. But after that, dude, I think after that experience, he was just like, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm, I'm tapping out, like, not doing that, yeah, you yeah. know? <laughs> but what's cool about that day was, 
the, the same day I saw Mike Naranjo from One Day Sky standing in the crowd, right? So, I, you know, me, I, I like to put people on the spot from the stage. So I was like, uh, you know, not One Day Sky, excuse me, uh, One Day Remains. And I was like, uh, Mike, One Day Remains, get over here. You know, like forced me <laughs> to the front of the stage. And you scorpioned him. Get over here. <laughs> totally, dude. Totally. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And what was cool about that was, you know, from that, I met Mike backstage and we were hanging out. And then about a week later, the guys from it, Helen called me and they were like, yo, dude, do you, you know the screaming you were doing on stage? Do you think you could do that? Like a lot more of that, you know? <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I'm sure I could. So they were like, do you want to come try out for, for vocals? Because we're thinking about getting a front man. And, and at this point, Greg had joined the band and, you know, that was a very different Red Helen yeah. to the original Red Helen. So I was like, uh, and I knew that they were insane musicians because Eric also went to the campus of performing arts and he and I would hang out during like recess time or break time kind of thing at, at Copa. So I, I knew Eric, we'd all play shows together a million times. You know, I love the dudes. So yeah. I was like, hell yeah, I'll give that a try. And, uh, you know, went for the audition. My wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, came with and uh, and she was like, proper nervous she was like i don't know if you can you do this like you know <laughs> that's awesome. okay like is this all right so thanks, i was like thanks I'm, for I'm, the backup my love <laughs> oh totally <laughs> oh thanks dude the support. She, she's been so like insanely supportive nah, over the years, nah, dude. Nah. like i uh <laughs> justine I mean, eh? like, that's it yeah that's justine right. hundreds yeah. dude i mean i, I i'm not exaggerating when i say that I, I would not have been able to do half of the amazing things that i've gotten to do if it wasn't for her and and sure. her amazing support over the years dude she really has been incredible um yeah it's like she, she's been such a massive part of my journey dude and and it's so funny because we often joke it's like we'll play shows and there'll be like the little row of like girls up front like losing their mind you know for the band and she said it so many times dude. she's just at the back on her phone like yeah, yeah not yeah. interested but all the girls in front are losing their models you know <laughs> listen you you we've got to give the wives and girlfriends some respect because at the oh, end of the hundreds, day dude. because at the end of the day they hear the songs from their infancy and they hear it and, and, they, yeah. and you're like oh babe what do you think oh babe uh, well, like i mean can you hear the difference they're like well i can't hear the difference between this mix and the last mix you know what i mean <laughs> it's just like it's it's unfortunately 100% dude <laughs> for any musicians out there let's let's uh, do this and art you can you can fill in here i know we don't have much time left but but I'm hoping this load shitting actually doesn't even kick in, but we, who knows? We're gonna, I'm hoping as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Brandon, actually, on that note, if it does kick in, we have to do part two, dude, because I haven't even touched the oh, surface yeah, with dude. you, my, my dude. Um, but oh, we yeah, gotta I'm, give I'm so sorry I've been such a freaking chatterbox, guys. It's, no, once I, get I love started, it. I love it. You know? No, 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 no. Please don't, don't apologize. This is what we love. This is what we love. Even Art loves it. <laughs> Crocodile hands. Um, but at the end of the day, if you're an aspiring musician, try save showing your wife or partner as close <laughs> to finished as possible because the first time she's hear it, she's going to hear exactly the same thing that she heard the, the last time as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. Yeah, dude. But, yeah. Well, that, that's the beauty of it is like the, they get the, the wives and girlfriends. For sure, dude. But but yet the beauty of it is, is like the wives and girlfriends, because they go to so many shows, they know what a good show is and yeah. they know what a bad show is. So like totally. if Justine tells me like after a show, eh, it was okay. I know that she's got like 500 shows context to know what is good and what's bad. But if she totally. goes, that was a good show, then I could be like, oh yeah, okay. I feel good about that one because my wife who would not... Uh, would not bullshit me if it was a bad show she's telling me it was a good show so totally totally dude and and they know and then and you know what the great thing is they're honest eh, yeah you yeah, know 100%. you sounded a bit off tonight you know oh you know you you weren't as good as last show that's like it's like the worst but totally, they're honest dude, i love totally. it i love it um honesty is the best man. policy but dude 
So then Eric, I mean, Eric, won, he plays with Jesse Clegg, doesn't he? He does. He does. Yeah, and, dude. Yeah. And, I, I, I mean, so so Eric was obviously, yeah, so Eric jams for, for Jesse Clegg. And uh, then, yeah. um, are, are we good? What's happening? Yeah, you know, I, I think he's, uh, I think Art's telling everybody to subscribe to the channel. Oh, cool. Okay, cool. I was just, <laughs> I, I, I was worried he was like counting down to like load shedding. I was like, oh, yeah, it's one minute listen, to eight. If, it's one minute to eight. <laughs> if we, listen, for the listeners, if we get cut off, it happens. Brandon's <laughs> going to come back. He's going to come back for round two, but we've already discussed Love this. To. If we cut off, it is what it is. But I, I don't want to finish <laughs> this conversation until I'm absolutely satisfied. And, um, and, and I, and I love having this conversation with you, dude. And so, so oh, thank you what so I was much, saying dude. is he plays with Jesse Clegg. Then you've got Greg, who's literally, he really introduced me into like real proper bass playing, you know, like with the thumb oh, awesome. and then the, the, the slapping with, with, you know, it's amazing. Oh shit. We are on eight o'clock oh, already. It's eight o'clock. We're, we're cutting apart. You know what? Thank and, you. And Eskom. the countdown has thank begun. You, yeah. 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 <laughs> but anyway, um, don't, don't don't oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, we got a few people asking about 16 stitch gecko fly, 16 stitch were awesome. Josh Grady, we can where can I find 16 stitch? Must listen to them. And then we have got Sandra Pratt saying this much earlier, and your iconic shorts. And oh yes damn and uh duncan <laughs> Allen is always cool to hear the background story on how artists and bands started who's oh, that yeah. duncan 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 what's up Always. dude thank, thank you, you duncan. duncan that's great this is the whole point what we're trying to do here at papa g's house we're trying to create an encyclopedia for awesome south african music <laughs> that's what we're trying to do that's what this podcast is all about we're oh. creating a timeline of history Let's well, thank go. you so much for including me in that, man. No, I really Brandon, do appreciate it. Thank you very much. Before we cut out, before we cut out or before the, the stuff, I just want to tell you something. Red Helen is on my Mount Rushmore of uh, South African music that I listen to. Got to be honest with you. Um, everybody says I float boats and I kiss ass and all that kind of stuff. I'm being 100% honest. You saw me. You actually called me out in the crowd at Winterfest and you said, Gareth, and you saw me singing every single word. Oh, yeah. And, and <laughs> I, I have to say, there's a few bands in South Africa that I know every word to the album and Red Helen Trading Past Pathways is one of them. Oh, dude, that means a lot. Thank you very much, dude. That really does mean more than you know. Thank you. For and sure. on that note, while we're talking about Winterfest, you guys yeah. slayed that day. Like for reals, you guys <laughs> were you, amazing, sir. dude. Thank I'm you, so sir. glad you guys didn't go before us because I would have shat myself knowing <laughs> I had to follow you guys because you guys were insane. Dude, we've, so we've shared the, sh the 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 stage a couple times, and and what what yeah. band was that? I, I can't remember. Oh, that was Atlantic South, dude. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Dude. I, I think I, that might have been Rick's first show. I think actually, uh, at, at Winterfest, it, it might have yeah. been. But then the show that we played at Attila was Kyle's first show. Yes, yes, yes. It's a lot of firsts in Atlantic And you guys South. were killer at Attila as well, dude. You guys were freaking awesome. Shame, I, I remember that night, I felt I was so sick with flu, dude. Like, I was like out of my mind. I remember like, you told me, dude, but you stuck around, oh, dude. Yeah, dude, I, I tried my best, bro. I tried my freaking best. Like, it was one of those things where it's like, like I mean, I usually, you know, not, not to be funny, but it's like being the singer of a band, you know, it's like the chances that I'll lose my 
my voice if I'm at a club too long before a show uh, because you're yelling, you know, it's like, and you want to talk to people and I'm, I'm sure. as you've seen, I'm a chatterbox. So it's like, I want to, I want to get in and chat to people. So I actually had to like cap myself and be like, okay, you, you only get to the venue an hour before the show or you're not going to have a voice by the time you get on for stage, sure. you know, for sure. which let's actually, because I want to support local bands, but um you know, it's like, you got to do what you got to do. Sorry. You all good? Let's quick. No, no, sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you. And you know, that's no, going to no, happen no. in this podcast. It happens with everybody. It's sometimes with the virtual, you know, I just want to say something and I want to get it out there. And I no, apologize. No, no, dude, but guys, it. let me know in the comments. Let me know in the comments. If you guys want to have Brandon, ba Brandon Pratt, not Brandon back, Brandon Pratt back <laughs> for a round two, because we haven't even really touched on Red, Red Ellen really, dude. Yeah, that's true. That's actually true, bro. So, so if it's, <laughs> if it's cool with you, I would love to do a part two in the next couple of weeks if you're happy with that. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. I, yeah, I would, sure, I would be my pleasure, I want to get, the most, get pleasure. the most out of you because this is one of be also being one of my favorite episodes. And, oh, thank uh, you so much. And I really, really, really want to continue this, this conversation, but I'm so eagerly stressed about this load shedding, just cutting us straight off. But um, yeah, totally. let's, let's give it a couple of more minutes. Um, so just in, like cool. essentially in closing, because I mean, Art is letting me know that that he, that we're about to be <laughs> shut off. I hope I hope it's not. Let's just quickly check the app quickly. Let's see if it's yeah, yeah. been suspended or something. Hopefully uh, they've wow, given like that. Good news, it's been suspended. Yeah, yeah dude, dude, if, if it's, it's been, been suspended, suspended it'll be amazing. Now, now while, while you check, check that, that we've got, we got, we got, got a few people, people having, having a massive, massive discussion. discussion. Have you muted me so you can everybody can hear you properly? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, massive discussion on how to find and where to find 16 Stitch. I think you started something here, dude. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. We started dude, that 16 Stitch train. Stitch wants, everybody wants 16 Stitch back by the seams, by the, by the sounds yeah. of things. I think, dude, like I, I, I must actually like ask the dudes and be like, you guys have to put the albums up on Apple Music or something, man. Because I, I also, I mean, I've, I've still got the physical CDs. So I've still got like the Collapse of Air and, and Beautiful Angelic Parasite. But I think the only place that you you check it out is probably YouTube nowadays. Eh? I, I don't think it's on any other streaming platforms. Yeah, but I, I've only got we must like get the guys to do that. We should start a, a petition online and, and get them to do it. <laughs> yeah. I've only got a few uh, 16 stitch tracks that were from those uh, Blunt magazine collections there was a oh, blood magazine up. dude let's see uh, what's it it says we are currently load shedding <laughs> 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 so, so well, thanks Esco. that means somebody's being currently load shedded <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. well i mean that's my hopefully area, not you guys <laughs> so i mean listen we let the listeners know that this is this is going to be the case we might be be hit with load shedding but dude <laughs> quickly but to be honest we should do like a, a full episode just nerding out about like all the old awesome south african bands dude i mean even now that i'm thinking about it with jp on the freaking list jp i remember hey let's burn paris i freaking loved that dude so amazing we, we need to do an episode just nerding about old school essay bands bro. okay yeah. we've, we've got, got a couple, couple comments, comments saying, saying that you definitely, definitely have, have to come, come on for episode two, two for a second, second session, session. And, I, and i totally agree with that for sure. Awesome. I would love to. Thank you. So That's so awesome. so let's do that. So the next episode that we're gonna do, obviously, because I don't want to be cut off and we we gotta we gotta say how's it to the listeners and all that kind of jazz, and I don't want to leave them dry high and dry. All the, good. So the next the next plan is we're gonna get you back on for round two in the next couple of weeks. That we will choose your availability. We can even make a special show for other than a Thursday if it if it's necessary. But then cool. the plan is the first half of the episode is we're gonna concentrate solely on Red Helen okay cool sounds good and then the second half of the episode you're gonna come with the list art's gonna come with the list and i'm gonna come with the list that's and a great we're idea. all gonna 
hit it up and then at the at then when we're done with that what we're going to do is we're going to share the video as much as possible to get those people who are in those bands interested to come on tell their own story and maybe who knows maybe they'll do a little bit of a reunion of sorts who knows I think that's think? an awesome idea. hundred percent. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Sweet. But listen, um, going on about the Red Helen shows at Attila and, and Winterfest and all the shows that I've seen you. Also the fact that I housed you and I didn't yeah, even go dude. to the show. Do you remember that? I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then Eric and, and, uh, um, Greg were so, and the alarm went off at like three in the morning oh, and the yeah. guys were stressed. Oh, dude. I sleep through and, everything, so I only heard about that the next morning. I didn't even know that happened. <laughs> and then, and then, um, it was just—I just remember Eric looking like he had seen a ghost when the alarm was going <laughs> off. I woke up, I was like half like dear my car and a little bit hungover and all that kind of stuff we still need to get to the reason why i didn't make the show dude oh right i, I, mean, I want to hear this i want to hear this yeah well, but dude, on that note thank you so much for giving me a bed to sleep that night because usually like when you go on tours it's like sleeping on couches or the floor so sure. the fact that we got back from the venue and i was like you mean i have a bed and it's all to myself <laughs> yeah, wow <laughs> it's crazy it's crazy man um but it was so good but no i, mean, I want to hear this i want to hear all about it i remember it. <laughs> when you guys left the left my house and i said listen guys i need your merch i will eft you and then greg came out and he goes hello gareth gareth here's a cap for your head that, that is actually is. a very good greg impersonation i must give you credit on that one that's a very good greg impersonation <laughs> gareth is a cap for your head, is a t-shirt for your body, <laughs> and is a CD for your ears. <laughs> That's what That's he said awesome. to me. I'll never forget it until the day I die. That was one of the funniest moments I've had with you guys. You guys are hilarious. Oh, I mean, brilliant. you guys really, the banter... Oh, is, is That's what a band should be all about, is the banter between you guys is, is amazing. Eh? The road trips are the best, bro. The road trips are the best. It, it is literally like, like if we're driving to Durban, you know, from, from Joburg, it's, it's, you know, five, six hours. Driving to Cape Town, the quickest you've gotten there is like 15 hours. The longest is like 19 hours. And it's like, dude, it's 19 hours of like hosing ourselves and like mocking each other in the funniest ways and making <laughs> jokes and like just being a bunch of like, it just, oh, dude, I, it's, it's one of my favorite things, dude, is like, I, I, you know, I'm so fortunate that I'm in a band with like three of my best friends, you know, and people that I love spending time with as much as I love playing music, with, you know, so, so some of my favorite moments, dude, is like driving, you know, somewhere and like, the, like we're crying with laughter. Overnight you know, to having... Joburg or overnight to Cape Town from Joburg. Insane. Yeah, it's rough, dude. It's rough. <laughs> That's dedication, brother. But listen, before we get cut off, we know you're yes, coming yes. back for a second episode. I couldn't be happier and more thankful that you came on this episode today. You know what? You're such a positive breath, breath of fresh air. Just your attitude permeates. Thanks so much, it dude. It permeates through the screen to me. It's like I can feel feel your energy that you're you're giving off in the room. It's just one of the most special. And I also experience that when I'm with you in person as well, dude. You give us such great energy you're oh, a positive you so person you've you've always had such an uh, an great outlook on life um i follow you on instagram purely because of obviously i love red helen but on on, on the basis <laughs> that you're a good follower you just you you're not oh, like thanks other so much, people dude. who complain you just give positive updates love like my mom's doing great everybody's doing great 
you know um i i love it dude i i couldn't that be happy lot, keep man. doing Thank what you. you're doing dude because you're inspiring a lot of people to to not only apply that same attitude but at the same time do the things that you're doing and making great music Oh, that, that means more than you know, dude. Thank you very, very much, dude. And, and on that note, dude, again, thank you so much for having me on your show, dude. It's like so many like South African artists that I love and respect have been on here. And uh, it's, I consider it an honor. So thank you very, very, very much, dude. The, honor, and, uh, the honor's all mine, my dude. But remember, we're round two. Let's cut yeah, it right yeah. there. Just so I don't want to cut you off because I, you know, if it gets cut off and everybody's like, what? It will be like, what? But you're so rude, bro. So anyway, <laughs> let's let's cut it there. We're gonna get you back on in the next couple of weeks. We're gonna get Rock in contact you. We're gonna set it up, and we're gonna do Brandon Pratt round two. Ah, uh, dude, it sounds like a freaking fun time, man. Sounds All like right, a hell of a lot of fun. Thank needs you guys to, so much. Hundred percent. And what everybody needs to do right now is they need to go check out Trading Pass for Pathways for um on youtube yeah. on spotify um there's a couple of videos up on youtube you need to follow them on instagram follow brandon pratt brandon david pratt at brandon david pratt on instagram follow red Hill on facebook instagram the whole bang shoot we're gonna talk about greg and eric and matt and Hell the yeah. whole album next time but thank you dude Sounds so like much for, for joining the show i really appreciate it i'm so oh, dude, sorry that we pressed the time Oh, it's totally good, dude. All good. All good. Thank you guys so much again. And if I can throw one little teaser out there oh, uh, yes. real quick, just to tantalize the taste buds. Uh, I can confirm that we are working on new red hidden music. And all I'm saying is we're filming a music video next weekend. Uh, and uh, yes. I'm not, I can't say much more about when it's going to be released or, or what's going on, but I can say it's like, I cannot wait for people to hear this. And uh, what's rad is for the 16 Stitch fans in the comments, it's actually funny enough being produced by Nick from 16 Stitch. Oh, uh, sick. Recorded at Audio Militia. So, so if I can leave it on that note, that that's like super, uh, there's a lot of exciting stuff coming up that you guys can be pumped for. So yeah. So Amazing, please, dude. Thank yeah, you so along. much. Art, what are you going to say to Brandon? Brandon eh? We, we got, got a comment here from Rick. said, wait. Which one is G? Lol. <laughs> I'm sure you guys have the same parents. You even sound the same. Two really good wow, acts. That's dude, crazy, but, dude. But the sounds of it, we had the same childhood, dude. Yeah, no, dude, totally. Like, <laughs> listen, well. that's kind of scary, but we're going to talk about that next time. So I'm super, cool. super stoked to have you. Brandon Pratt, well, everybody. And, Red uh, Helen, Audio Militia. Just such an all-round great dude. We'll see you next time in the next couple of weeks, my man. Good to see you. Love awesome. you uh, you Love you guys too, man. Thank you guys so much for having me. I really appreciate it. See you Sweet soon. Sweet, brother. All the best. Peace out, gents. Bye. All right, man. That was amazing. I, like, what kind of just such positive attitude does he portray? And like, does he? I mean, it, that that that's not even forced, dude. That's just the way he is. It's incredible. Um, but that that's been a, a fairly long episode. I don't even know how long we've been going, dude. We whoa, we, almost, almost like, like an, an hour and a half, half or so. Or so. We have been going for one hour and 13 minutes. Okay, okay that's, that's, not too, too, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. But guys, listen, um, follow, go go check out. If you haven't checked out Trading Past, uh, tra trading past for Pathways, it's a bit of a tongue twister every now and again. Um, go check it out. It's on Spotify, YouTube. They've got Ode to the Corrupt videos um, on YouTube uh, and, and more. I mean, I, Ode, to the, Ode to the Corrupt was one that I just mentioned now. What's, What's that? that? What's that, dude? Uh, I called Ramon Rick, so... Oh, shit! Oh, shit! Drink! You drink, called Ramon drink. Rick? Damn. I, I did. That's funny. I did. I did. That's a compliment, there. Yeah. <laughs> should be. Mm. So, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, 
I, I think that must have been a record so far of the amount of name drops in an interview. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's. I mean, he's he's just connected with all of the the people that we were following back in the day. You know, it's just insane. I love it. Um, it's it's just surround yourself with people that inspire you, and then you're going to be inspired, and you're going to do good things as well. Um, and also, you know what? By name dropping and all that kind of stuff, those are all people that we got to get on the podcast next, dude. Right. right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I, think, I think that's been a great episode. You know what we what we were gonna do? We were gonna feature a new um, segment tonight, but I'm just worried that we're gonna get cut off. Um, we're gonna do outrageous from next week. Outrageous, where we're, we're gonna, gonna get, get art just to rage about something that irritates him or something. You know, we we mentioned last week that you know I'm a bit of I'm the like go happy go lucky dude, and then. Art kind of balances me out in the sense that, you know, he likes to complain about certain things like, you know, for instance, mayonnaise. We'll talk about mayonnaise next week, but um, dude, it's been great. It was a bit stressful in the beginning, but we, we will get there. We'll, we'll get the comments up next week. It's something that, you know, it's a teething process, but at the end of the day, dude, what a great episode. Wow. How nice is Brandon as, as a, just a dude to talk to. Yeah, yeah, dude, it was it was really cool. It's just super bummed that we had such fucking technical difficulties in the beginning there when last week it went so smooth, but apparently we still got the mic issue. So when I'm talking, you're on mute, and when you're talking, I'm on mute. Well, that's really just the way that I mean, that, that, who who cares? I mean, it is what it is. It's um, something that we'll 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 figure out uh, down the line. Uh, whatever, dude. It it was great, but without further ado, guys. Don't forget to hit a subscribe on the YouTube channel. Follow Papa G's house for all the updates for when the episodes are going to go live. Um, we're doing a lot more updates on social media, obviously, because we're a team now. There's more people. We are able to advise you a lot more ahead of time when the when the issue when when the uh, episodes are going to go live. I'm actually going to be talking to a US a USA artist next week, Nathaniel Shannon. Um, our organ, uh, plug music agency, uh, Warren Gibson's, uh, got me in touch with them. Some pretty dark, folky kind of interesting music. So I'm looking forward to it. Another international artist coming out of Brooklyn, New York. So I'm looking for that. Looking forward to that. Um, shame it's going to be su super early in the morning for him when we, we, we interview him. But it is, it is what it is. But uh, thank you guys for all listening and interacting in the chat and um, giving art all the work to do <laughs> to read out all the, the the comments and the chats and stuff it's been really cool next time we'll have them up on screen um we promise um but it's been a great episode i really enjoyed my chat with brandon i didn't want to cut him off so we're going to rebook a round two with brandon where we can chat purely red helen because he's just such a good conversation but with that being said, this is Papa G's House, episode 74 with Brandon Pratt of Red Helen. Until then, we say peace. Yeah, that's where we're going.